and we'll make the rest up as we go. How about that? <laughs> levels, 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 levels. The ink's not, but the, the ink's not even dry. <laughs> ink's not even dry in the rundown. We're like, and last period, boom, record. Cool. Hey, whatever. Hold on, hold on. I'm just paying my speeding ticket. Wait. You, you know you could have done that at any time during the last week. You didn't have to wait until right now. Yeah, but if I do it when I'm on air, then it's a business expense. That's big air quotes, business expense. It's a business expense that you were speeding? Yeah, I created content. I'm an influencer. <laughs> okay, okay. So... So that's what you're going with. It's not that you weren't paying attention to the speed limit, but that you were creating content. I've got a great accountant as far as they know. That's what I'm going with. Okay. I mean, this, this isn't even that funny. That makes it perfect content for this show. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? $75 lighter. How's it going for you? <laughs> yeah, better, better, better than that. Yeah. No, I, I do this for free. <laughs> not, not really, but... <laughs> We're hoping to get to free one day. <laughs> I'd just like to break even. It's not looking good. But but if we can resist the urge to do any visual jokes on an audio medium, we might get paid this week. Yeah, but history says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a low bar, but 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 still. <laughs> I mean, we managed to run into it every time. <laughs> yep. We just keep tripping over that low bar. Follow-up feedback and updates. Should we go right yep. to it? Sure. Let's do that. Uh, we're, I don't know, maybe a third of the way through the extra long episode from last week. Yep. And Amy, Amy enjoyed 1060. She did not know what 1060 was. Yes. But she cut. did she did enjoy that once it was explained. She's like, yeah, that was really good. Nice work. <laughs> nice work. Um, I believe I screwed up in the cold open last week and said, who does she think she is? Sherry thinks she's the one kicking our asses, which is yeah. accurate. It's really important that you just read what I write. Please don't go off script. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. She's, yeah. No, that's. Yes. Yeah. And she's got the receipts to prove it. Yes. Yes. And sent them to us today. And I suggested that we form a little, you know, how Apple lets you share your workouts so that you yeah. can, you know, encourage each other. Have a little I, friendly competition, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I suggested that we do that. And sh she said, I don't have an Apple watch. Real athletes use Garmin. I read that and went, 
Yeah, I know, which is why I've got an Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, we've self-selected here. Yeah, the guy sitting on this side of the bike that is still logged zero miles on that bike. I don't have a Garmin. Shocker. Not an athlete. And it turns out, by the way, an Apple Watch can record zero miles written just as accurately as a much more expensive Garmin watch. <laughs> I I spent more money on the tune-up for the bike two weeks ago than I spent on the bike 40 years ago. <laughs> well, not an athlete. When, when Sherry said real athletes use garments, I'm thinking if this was a golf course, you know, we'd all get to the tee box and the tee box is in the back of the, like the far back of the tee box, as far as you can make the course. They'll say Garmin on it. She'd be headed there and we'd be headed to the front of the tee box in front of that tee box looking for the little box that says Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're teeing the, off from here. The junior tees in the middle of the fairway. That's yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. We're playing Apple Watch. <sighs> How about Lisa? So regarding the Dwayne guess a number around baseball, and distances to bases, her feedback, it was succinct, and yet it was also very long. The succinct version is, that was terrible. <laughs> you don't know how to tell a story. That was terrible. And when one of you said, this could be the thing that ends this, this entire uh, bit, and I said, that was me, and she goes, that's the only thing that you did good in that entire segment. <laughs> it should be the end of it. Well, you didn't get a whole lot of help out of your co-host here because he didn't listen. He can't read and he didn't listen. You answered the question you wanted to answer. That's, that's a true. Very, that's a very political thing. That's what I did. Yes, it is. Yes. 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 I don't. I, I choose I, to ignore your question and answer a completely different question. While we're at it, let's talk about the banking regulations. No. <laughs> so I said to the man, I said, look. <laughs> So yes, that was going to be an um actually because when I on because I asked you a question. I'm not even going to repeat it because we don't want to get into this. I asked you a question, and and then you gave me an answer, and I'm like, that's not. And you said I answered the question you asked me, and I thought, huh? And I apologized. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Which you did. just drew that segment out and just made it even worse. On re-listen though, I'm like, I want to hear me ask this question wrong, and I went, huh. Huh. huh, nope, nope, I asked the question right. <laughs> um, actually. Yes, I I sit corrected. Thank you. You're welcome. Do we have any other follow-up? So, was it last week where we talked about how the band had the joke? Yes. And we've talked about that several times, right? Yes. Do you remember what the joke was? Yeah. Well, I remember what the punch, I remember, I remember the setup and I remember what the, the punchline, the band member came up with. I, and I have the video clip somewhere. I don't remember the punchline that Dave in the writer's room came up with. Yeah. I, I, 
I don't either because I just well I just watched it and I just posted it on our Facebook feed because we've talked about this several times. But I still 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 cracks me up about the guy stealing. No, he wasn't stealing. He was having sex with an ATM. Yes, he got caught having sex with an ATM. Yes, machine. yes. And Dave had a joke, and then and then the the trombone player came up with his own joke and said it out loud, which made the band laugh, which then Dave went, huh? And and Paul says, Dave, Dave, the trombone player. The trombone player says, yeah, the guy came into some money. And Dave stops <laughs> and looks at that and goes, that's really good. That's really good. <laughs> Where were you an hour ago? <laughs> And then and then looks at the executive producer. You got a room full of writers. None of us could come up with that. The trombone guy gets the anyway. Yes. Yep. Which which then which that and that may be my favorite David Letterman little snippet. My favorite Johnny Carson snippet because that led me one led me to the other. My favorite Johnny Carson snippet is the Karnak. Okay. Yeah. Where he puts the envelope to his head and he says, sis, boom, ba. Okay. And then opens the envelope and. It- and it says. The sound of an exploding sheep. <laughs> it was a simpler time back then. It was. And Ed loses it. Ed <laughs> is crying. Sitting next to him. Anyway, so yeah, those two those two jokes uh, follow up from last week. I, I, even if we're not funny, other people can be, and we can relate that. <laughs> what, what else we got? I had some follow up last week. Also, you made a comment about you. You, I think you want to say you had there was one error, and I said just one. That that means it's better than what we normally do. Which I was thinking about advanced podcast metrics. And I was wondering, like, if you take advanced baseball metrics and apply them to podcasts, I'm thinking, what is our expected errors per minute? But then I really came down to was if if one of us is gone, we're going to need to understand what our errors against replacement would be. (laughs) Got my (laughs) E-roar. Let's see. Also from last week. Only if you get replaced with only if you get replaced with Todd. <laughs> I I have a very limited yeah right yeah group of people that I can do this with. Yes. Now yeah. you you have an unlimited list of people <laughs> you can do this with. In theory, yes. Although the number of people that will sit here and listen to me go on over this stuff and talk about how far it is between bases for twenty minutes is very is much smaller than you would believe. By the way, also last week, I think it was last week, you you sent me a picture of you sent me a picture of a whole bunch of tools to build homes. Where was that? Axes. Yes, it was in the museum underneath the St. Louis Arch. Oh, okay. Because I wasn't really sure because I thought about that. Surely that has to be back in Houston or Texas or something because this George Strait has taught us all of my axes live in Texas. 
Yeah, work on that one for a while. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Couple of other, couple of other follow. I'm just gonna keep moving on. <laughs> yeah. See now. See, it's a delayed. It's like hot sauce. Like it wasn't spicy at first, and now you're like, I can't believe that just happened on this show. By the way, we covered a couple of weeks ago the Aussie Oopsie, where uh, Rio Tinto lost some, lost a really small pellet of radioactive material in like a Geiger counter or a a thing to measure radioactivity of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Texas, you know, in Texas, you go bigger. They didn't just lose the little capsule of radioactivity. They lost the entire, the entire piece of equipment, the radiographic camera. They just lost one. And, uh, the just, goal is to let people know if they see it so they can take possession back of it. <laughs> or, or, or just drop a pin on the map on your phone and get the hell away from it. Send that to somebody. I, I found it. I'm good. I'm not carrying around radioactive material. Thank you. The search for radioactive sources within a five mile radius of the restaurant where it was, uh, it went missing from a truck parked at a restaurant where the workers went in to buy lunch. So the first thing they went to look for, this will make you feel better. Uh, we obviously quote, we obviously already contacted pawn shops because when it does happen and somebody tries to pawn it, pawn shops and are on the lookout for it and scrap metal places. So um, it's a 53 pound uh, metal device, which is kind of a portable x-ray machine with with yellow signs on it that have radioactivity, the signs. So anyway, the other place to look for that, yeah. uh, doc Brown's van. <sighs> Hadn't thought about that. Hadn't thought about that. That would already be in California though, but mm, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yep. Lone Pine mall. Excellent. This one isn't exactly follow up. This probably should have just been Lisa wanted it. Lisa contributed some, some, I, I don't have a place for it. She contributed a little bit of content. Uh, there was an ad that we saw. Um, she saw on, I think it was on a, one of the streamers. Anyway, it popped up on the TV and it said, if you sign up for direct TV, you can lock in your price for the next 10 years. And Lisa said, that's pretty optimistic because they ain't going to be around for 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, like that's cute. Ad. <laughs> didn't I send did I send you an ad last week about sign up for Bally Sports for $14.99 a month? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they declared bankruptcy today, by the way. Yes. Yes. At this point, DirecTV could make that a lifetime subscription fee. It's not your lifetime, it's their it, lifetime. It's ours. <laughs> yeah. And it's gonna be real short. <laughs> and then and then the last one, and and again, this isn't this isn't direct follow-up, but you know, there's a lot of a lot. We we send stories back and forth via text about like snarky sports writer comments. There was one today that got sent about yeah from from uh, Adam Scheffner. And and sports sports people, including local sports people, can be very snarky and very jaded. Mm-hmm. I saw one of this. Um, 
This is from this is through Apple News, but it's from Niners Nation, which is like SB Nation's local coverage of the 49ers. And uh, one of their players got signed by the Denver Broncos. And it says the headline says Mike McGlinchey signs a five year deal worth eighty seven point five million and includes fifty million guaranteed. And and the subhead says, holy smokes, good for Mike. <laughs> and and it basically says the article basically is like, yeah, we knew we were gonna we were gonna lose him, and you know, here's some spots he was going to go and. Quote, here's hoping Mike stays healthy and excels with his new team. What you don't understand sports writing. You I just wow, that's a lot of money for him. You know what? Good for him. Good for luck with the new team. Right. Wow, that person's not gonna be a sports writer for very long. All right. What do we oh let's see. Oh, do we have do we have any updates on Talking to Todd Con too. Hot damn. Yes. That, that's, the update that's, is we now have a theme. <laughs> the update is we now have a theme. Yes. Uptown Funk is the official theme of Talking to Todd to Hot Damn. Because when you think about me and Dwayne riding 40-year-old bikes across Iowa for a couple of days, uh, you think... Uptown Funk. There it goes. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's pretty much what we got. I get a bit of follow up around that too, but that's actually in what I learned this week. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which again, n- we never learn anything good. Never. So. No. Nope. Either have a good week or a week with content. How about our bracket challenge? Greg had the first submission. If you can't be first, be first, (laughs) I guess. Uh, There are, let's see, I'll do a refresh here. I I think you were looking for if you can't finish first, start first. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yep. That's that's the way it would go. Total brackets right now, 19. I have 19 entries in the Talking to Todd 2023 pool. You know, that's an important number, that 2023, because I went to fill out my pool, my bracket, and I went to ESPN just to see like somebody expert to tell me who some of these teams even are. And one of them had a link to Jay Billis picks every game. So I click on it and I just start scrolling through and I see number six, Alabama at whoever. And I think I'm not following this closely, but I'm pretty sure Alabama's a one. So I scroll back up to the top. The 2023 article linked to Jay Billis's 2022 bracket discussion. Now, here's the thing. If you, he, that should be 100% correct now. He should have, <laughs> if, if in March of 2023, you're referencing the 2022 picks, fix those. Because, <laughs> because now you know how that should have turned out. Knowing what we know about Jay, probably just as accurate. Yeah, it's possible. To use his 2022 picks for the 2023 bracket? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) 
We the official talking to Todd bracket is yes. in. Excellent. We talked about several different ways to do it. Yes. Uh, I got a little scientific and did okay. do a little bit of research. This year's bracket, the winning team is the team whose campus is closest to the arena where the game is being played. Oh, that might even be defensible. It's like a home court advantage kind of thing. Right. Can your fans get there? You know, are what's the travel expectations when you have to go from, say, Spokane to Orlando? Yep. Right. There were a couple of them. I mean, there were some of them that were really, really easy. Who's closer? Drake. Well, actually, Drake and Miami are playing in Albany. Drake okay. is actually closer. So Drake got the pick there. But there were some of them that. Um, you know, it's, it's really, really easy. You know, UCLA has to play on the East coast, not going to be a win. Right. But also in Albany, Iona, which is in New York city and Yukon are playing each other in Albany, mm. New York. So the, the distance, the difference between the distances, five miles, <laughs> like Oh, now is that measuring from the front of the campus to, or the back of the campus? Because that, no, no sorry, sorry, never mind. Uh, Don't go I, there. Well, and it was, I, I just put Albany to stores. Yes. Thank you. And I'm like, okay, well, stores is, I mean, it, when it's five miles, maybe I better go from the campus address to the address of the stadium. So it was originally like seven miles. So it ended up being five miles was the difference. Similarly, Texas A&M and the University of Texas in Austin both have to come to Des Moines. The difference there, 12 miles. So <laughs> I don't well, let's know see if anybody means. can beat that bracket. Yep. Well, there it is. It's out there. Uh, as is mine. Uh, I, picked Alabama and I don't know why, you know, sometimes you just start picking and you're like, okay, well I picked that upset. Okay. So the next one, well, they're not going to win again. And then there you are looking at St. John's versus Iona in the finals. <laughs> yeah. There's the point of, I mean, I'm not picking chalk because otherwise what's the point. So I got to pick some upsets and then you end up with some wacky stuff. Yep. And then you're like, well, do I think this is going to happen? No, I don't. But on the other hand, if I thought any of this was going to happen, I would just pick the higher seed all the way through. And that would statistically give me the best option to probably win. Although also knowing that at least two of the number one seeds aren't going to make it through. So like, which, which ones I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest key to winning is having all of your elite eight teams. If you get all your elite eight teams, right. Right. Anyway, I, I was going to say biggest, biggest way of winning the uh, biggest thing to winning is luck. Well, there's that. Yeah. Having more points than all the rest of the people that always helps. That does yeah. help. Yeah. Pick yeah. more winners, pick more, yeah. pick more winners. Although we've seen, we saw what a couple of years ago, picking more winners, picking more winners in the later rounds is actually more important than picking more winners. 
That's right, because Katie picked way so more, it is winners. more points. Yeah. yeah, it is more yeah. points. It is more points. Yeah, because Katie picked way more winners than yeah. anybody else. That's right. You yeah. got to score touchdowns, not kick field goals, people. That's that's what this is about. Let's see. Tech corner? Empty? Nothing for this week. Nope, me either. Okay. Can we? Can you hit pause for a second? Yeah. Okay, we're back. Uh, we had to pause for a minute there so that Todd could kick one of the namesakes out of the Preston Beckett Auditorium, <laughs> which seems real wrong. It just seems wrong. Here's the thing. He didn't want to be in here. He wanted to be sitting on my lap the entire time watching the production. Hey, what does this do? Not that. Not Don't push that button. <laughs> Stop that. When you have an auditorium named after you, 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 you can sit wherever the hell you want. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Where are we at? Anything good? Oh, maybe. No. It's not That's right. Are you ready for this? Do I have a choice? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> if it's bad enough, we're apparently supposed to cut it out. You know, I could, I could just do, I could do the, the, the Great British Bake Off thing and just start swearing the entire time. <laughs> anyway, let's see what this is. Let me try. What do, I, what do I, what am I supposed to know? So, Todd, last week when we were talking about how to choose who would win the games in the NCAA men's bracket. Yeah. You suggested that we go with the team with more Nobel prizes. Yes. Well, the For- school with more Nobel prize winners, not the team, because that's going to be, that's going to be pretty. We're going to need a tie break. <laughs> good. Yes. Good. Good clarification there. And Tony thinks that the larger team, the larger country should win every soccer match, right? Yes. So yes. The if, rule of population. Yes. Right. If we were to do the NCAA bracket using Tony's theory of the largest schools, do you know what, this is something Todd ought to know, the five largest universities in the United States, can you name them? Arizona State. Number two. Grand Canyon. Number three. Very good. <laughs> you thought you were going to trip me up on that one, huh? I did. Mm, ba, ba, ba. We'll throw in Penn State. Not on my list. Mm, Michigan. Also not on my list, according to where'd this come from? Source of all truth and knowledge. There you go. Mm. University of Phoenix. That's number one on the list. Very good. Universities in quotes. Okay. You got the the top three. Yeah. Nice. Nice work. Oh, well, there we go. Okay. What are the Uh, other two? The University of Central Florida in Orlando. Oh, that makes sense. That actually, they have a huge distance learning program. And Texas A&M and College Station. Number number five on the board, number 67 on U.S. News and World Report's <laughs> list. Well, and University of Central Florida, 
number four on the board, number 137 on the U.S. News and World Report list. <laughs> so, some, pla- some places go for quality, some places go for quantity. I mean, that's... <laughs> I don't know. Three, three out of the top five. That's that's pretty good. We'll give that to you. Nice work. Thank you. Ring that bell. So um, let's see. Rogers. Do we even want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, or should we just go straight to idiots? Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm tired of I'm tired of him. I'm tired of him. He's everywhere. I don't know. He's out. He's no. We're not. No. We're not going to talk about the general manager of the New York Jets. Sorry, idiots. Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. Let's go there. Let's just go there. there. Okay. Super. All right. Yeah. I didn't didn't bring anything this week. I am idiotless. Well, I I have like, I have 32. Oh, well, so I will, I will seed my time. I, I'm, I, I I will uh, relinquish the floor. I'll give you my one. Okay. Enjoy. Go nuts. Excellent. Okay, so for mine, this isn't this isn't really politically motivated, but it does show how 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 Parliament or Congress works in different countries. Okay, Japan, they voted one of their one of their members who was who had been elected to the upper house of Parliament in July. All of the all of the current standing members voted him out of office after eight months. He is a, uh, he is a YouTuber who used his platform to get elected to parliament. And anyway, since he's been elected, he hasn't shown up to work one single day <laughs> in eight months. Ah, yeah. So after eight months, all the members of the upper parliament said, you know, you got to show up to work, dude. You're drawing a paycheck. Like, like <laughs> you kind of have to be here. Just fake it. Yeah. Well, part of the problem is, by the way, that, that was the committee vote was unanimous that he needs to go. He, he needs to show up, but part of it is, uh, oh, by the way, that was the first person who's been, who's been expelled from the Japanese parliament in 72 years. <laughs> Part of the problem is, is that nobody knows exactly where he is, but everybody's pretty sure he hasn't been in Japan the entire time. A, a, he is believed to be in the Middle East, and he has claimed that he cannot return to Japan as he fears being arrested because he's currently under investigation by Tokyo police for allegedly intimidating and defaming celebrities in videos posted to his social media accounts. Under Japanese law, interestingly enough, take note, Get ready for the other theme. Elected politicians are immune from arrest during parliamentary sessions, but once he officially loses his seat, he will be stripped of his of his exemption. So, yes, he got elected and apparently fled the country for eight months, and it took him this long. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, good. You know what? He's the idiot, but but good for Japan for at least having some sort of standards for their parliament god knows we don't yeah on the other hand you know i mean sure now he's now he's now the guys the problem is is now the guy's got content i'm i you know with with the with the youtube face of like like that shock like from like home alone i got kicked out of japanese parliament (laughs) 
oh. the, 18, the 18 things you can do to get kicked out of Japanese parliament. <laughs> Number six will shock you. Sorry, I've been watching way too much. It's just... <laughs> Talking to time clickbait. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Hey, what have you been watching? Well, in the last 72 hours, we've watched all of Ted Lasso season one and all of Ted Lasso season two. And we got to the end last night of season two, episode 12, and it rolled to season three, episode one. And Amy's like, oh, my Lord, it's up. So we watched it. Sticking it to the man. You got in right there, right as it showed up. Yep. So I will withhold commentary on season three, episode one. Uh, I finished The Consultant. It continued to be just as weird as it started out. If you like weird, this might be for you. It's weird. At, I was assuming that at the end of it, you just write a check for like $300,000 and he hands you like a 300 page report with some charts and graphs. And that's the end. My work here as a consultant is done. So most this of is, those. This is weird. I don't, how did Amazon free shipping? They can ship these reports anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> how did they know to get it? No, trust me. They track everything. Okay. We've also been, have you watched Quantum Leap, the new one, no. not the old one? No. Last week, maybe two weeks ago, he leapt into a guy who was coaching a basketball team. Okay. There was one official. He was wearing a collared shirt. I mean, it's set recently, right? It's not set in yeah. the 70s. It's not set in the 80s. One official wearing a collared shirt with a with blacks in a varsity basketball game with black long sleeves underneath his ref shirt. Mm. One of the girls was wearing number eight. One of them was wearing number 29. Uh, at one point, there were 14 minutes on the clock in a high school basketball game. And every time one of these things hits the screen, I'm like, ah, Amy's like, it's just a TV show. Let it go. And I'm like, so, oh. so I'm doing what Todd does all the time with the space movies. Now. Yes. Mind you. Yes. You're watching a show where a guy leaps through space and time yes. and inhabits the bodies of other people. Yes. And yes. you're like, by that premise, that makes perfect sense. And then you go, where's the guy's refing partner? Huh? Huh? Where's the other guy? Tell me that smarty pants. <laughs> Why do they have illegal numbers on their jerseys? Why are they even letting this happen? This makes no sense. Yes. <laughs> That's the part that I had a that's problem with. That's the part with. that's breaking the plausibility yes. of the whole thing. Yes. But yes, yes, that's exactly the way I am with pretty much everything that has to do with space. <laughs> yep. 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 I was channeling Todd there. Yep. How about you? What are you watching? We're ready to watch Ted Lasso, but Lisa is traveling this week. So uh, I am I am on Ted Lasso lockdown. I am not allowed to watch it tonight. 
that she's she will be here tomorrow and we will be watching it tomorrow. Um, Lindsay will also probably be here tomorrow, which means Lindsay is going to be watching it whether she wants to or not. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> We we also in between her because she was gone last week on this week we we got in the seventh episode of Poker Face so we're we're just mm-hmm. about just about through that. By the way, speaking of which, I did see uh, because Lisa is is traveling. Real real quick travel story from her this week. Yeah, flying out. She was at she was in the Sky Club for a little while. And she went into the uh, to the women's restroom, and uh, there's a woman standing there, and there's like six stalls, and uh, Lisa looks, and like three of the stalls are green, so the, so she, she walks around the woman who is standing in the middle, and knocks on the door, and then opens it, and there's nobody in the stall, at which point the woman standing there yells there's a line for the bathroom and lisa's like yeah but this one's there's a line for the bathroom yeah but these are open there's a line for the bathroom and most of these stalls are broken because they say they're open even though they're occupied so then lisa goes in and closes the door and whatever at which point the woman then starts talking to the woman who's washing her hands saying, did you hear how she treated me? Did you hear? There's a line. She's not even, there's a line for the bathroom and she's, she's, she, she, she was angry and mean towards me. And there's a line anyway, apparently there's a line for the bathroom, regardless of whether there needs to be or not. Get off flying, right? Like you just, you just, you get to meet people that you wouldn't normally get to meet. <laughs> when Lisa left, the woman was still waiting. <laughs> really? Just, just including Lisa left the stall. She could see that that one was, and she was still waiting. So she might still be waiting. Anyway, travel, business travel. You know, it's really luxurious and you know, it's it's awesome to travel on the company dime. <laughs> you ain't lying, brother. <sighs> All right, sorry I derailed it with a with a travel story. Where are we at now? Oh, no, we're back no. to uh, learned. Yeah. Sometimes we learn something funny. Sometimes sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just learn something. The NCAA tournament, the men's uh, first and second rounds are in Des Moines this week. Yeah. So first games are tomorrow. So today, all eight teams had a practice session in Wells Fargo Arena, including my wife's beloved Illinois Fighting Illini. So over our lunch hour today, we went down to the arena and watched Illinois practice. Excellent. It was free. Lots of kids. I mean, tickets are insane for this thing, right? So if you want to take your kids to go see March Madness. And they're going to run around anyway. so (laughs) And eat popcorn. And they don't care about who's winning. Most of them don't care about who's winning or who's losing. 
good time to take a four-year-old and whatever, right? And when you're, you don't feel bad because you spent $75 on a ticket and they whined and had to go home or fell asleep or God knows what, right? It's perfect, right? Here's what I learned about how to coach basketball. Brad Underwood, head coach for the men's Illinois Fighting Illini. They have 40 minutes. The team walks out. They start stretching. The clock starts. And Brad walks out onto the floor, walks past everybody, walks over to the bench where on the opposite side of the floor where the CBS guys that are going to be broadcasting the game are sitting and watching practice, drags over a chair, sits there, and talks to them for the entire 40 minutes <laughs> back to the court. He didn't watch his players practice for a single minute of those 40. <laughs> 40 minutes is up. Kids walk off the court. He's still talking to CBS. That, my friend, is how you coach basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really entertaining. I'm like, well, he's still talking. He's not, nope. Guys have got it. At this point in the season, they look, should have it down. Look, nothing I say in the next 40 minutes is going to make a lick of difference. We've been doing this thing since October. We've played 36, 37 games. Most of them haven't listened to me all all time. Most of them haven't listened to me all uh, all season anyway, and half of them are out of here as soon as we lose our first match, so uh, our first game. So uh, shoot the ball, guys. <laughs> Put up the rock, yep. and then Let's rebound. See some D, and then and then <laughs> rebound because we know it's not going in. <laughs> they shoot threes. Illinois shoots threes worse than anybody else in the Big Ten. We'll see if they can get it done versus Arkansas tomorrow afternoon. Either way, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have content. How about you? Did you learn anything this week? Yeah, yeah. So last week I talked about I, I went out on a little training ride on my bike and uh, after five miles had to walk home because uh, I had flat. Yeah. So went and bought some new tubes and replaced the tube and bought a spare tube and put the whole kit in the back. And then uh, Monday night uh, went out for another ride uh, at a different place. Uh, this time I made it seven miles before the tire popped. <laughs> and unfortunately I was about three miles away from my truck at the time. So that took a while. And I relay this to Lisa who's traveling. She's like, Hey, did you, did you go and ride your bike? I'm like, yep. Another flat. She's like, what? I'm like another flat. I'm going to have to, I, mean, I, you know, I'm going to have to go through, I need to go through the wheel and make sure that there's nothing, you know, there's no burrs or anything on that. And to go through the tire. Cause it's an armadillo tire. We maybe, did we, did we put the spikes on the wrong side? I don't know. Um, may need to, maybe I've got some, <laughs> some, maybe I've got some bad luck. Maybe I need to buy some thorn resistant tubes or whatever. But what Lisa said was she's like, look, I mean, we, we've already spent a non insignificant amount of money clean the bike, get it ready to go, tires, seat, all of that stuff. If if I go through a tube every six miles, this is going to get to be a very expensive hobby. Because what I figured out was 
forget training. For the two days that we are going to be on Ragbri, I will need to bring 22 tubes <laughs> just to get through the 133 miles that we're going to do. So what I've learned is I'm, I'm, I'm going to need a bigger bike because I'm going to have to carry a whole lot of tubes. <laughs> The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prince wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking on the number two, no Geno space. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and DJ to go Cedar Valley. And as always, you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? You know, based on what you're saying, you know, Illinois, Illinois is one of those schools that has a, you know, a potentially problematic name. I mean, and they probably have an agreement, but they're the Illinois fighting Illini, you know, but like, yes, if, if they want to walk away from that, given what you've told me, I mean, we've already got the Purdue Boilermakers. Which is, you know, I mean, that's that's a Midwestern, that's a Midwestern thing. I'm just going to throw this out. They can use it if they want or whatever. But but based off of their shooting prowess, I'm just going to throw this out. How about, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the court, the Illinois Bricklayers. <laughs> Harkening back to the rich tradition of of construction trades. Yeah, right. And engineering, and engineering at the University of Illinois. That's what it's all about, really. It is. It's it's harkens back to the roots of the university. <laughs> that and they can't shoot the three worth of damn. <laughs> I can absolutely guarantee you that we are going to have follow up <laughs> and intense levels of feedback <laughs> next week. You'll hear it here. We're here. We're talking to Todd. You know what they named their mascot? What's that? Clank. <laughs> 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 <laughs>